1: I was perusing props across the board for the Super Bowl, and there was one that I had never heard of. It's called okay. an octopus. Have you heard of an octopus in betting?
0: No. What is this?
1: It's only offered in the Super Bowl, and it's when a single player scores a touchdown and also scores on a following two-point conversion in the same like drive. So it's called an octopus because he scores eight points. You've never heard of this?
0: no that's cool i love that i was wondering why is it called an octopus and now i get it the eight knee what the eight legs or the eight tentacles oh that's cool no i've never heard of that before
1: right like i've been in sports betting for a while now and i had never heard of it it's plus 1400 for the super bowl if you want to bet on this uh and there are certain teams that are actually really good at scoring these it looks like the packers have traditionally been one of the better teams because they use it will be like aaron jones that scores the touchdown, then the following two point conversion. I was trying to think: is there any way we see a two point conversion in the Super Bowl? I wouldn't put it past Nick Sirianni. I feel like he's no. one of those guys that loves doing it.
0: Oh, for sure. I'm just trying to figure out who would be the guy that would score the octopus. But it doesn't matter.
1: Like you don't have to pick. Just anybody I guess that's to score true. an octopus. Can't to score an octopus,
0: discussion. who's gonna score an octopus in this game? This is a conversation, i No, the no, books had I to agree. have it, yeah. At 14 to 1, I don't think I'd bet it, but it's definitely plausible for sure.
1: I think it's one of those bets where if you want to just put some fun money down, because isn't that yeah. half the bets in the Super Bowl are like fun for money sure. props where it's like Oh, it's the coin flip. It's the national anthem. And yes, you can do the research on these, but like they're not ones that you need to really risk your entire bankroll on uh, because there are things that can go sideways. So if you want to bet on a fun one, uh, you can bet on is there an octopus in the Super Bowl and it's plus 1,400, 14 to one odds, uh, even though it's not something I would necessarily advise taking. So Jinx, let's take a look at some of these player props that are a little less exotic. And let's start with... Anytime touchdowns, we've got Travis Kelsey, we've got Jalen Hurts, we've got Miles Sanders, all in the minus money range. And then uh, starting at plus money, we've got Isaiah Pacheco running back for the Chiefs, plus 180, A.J. Brown, plus 120, and Jarek McKinnon, plus 160. Is anybody on this list striking your fancy?
0: I mean, don't you think Travis Kelsey at anytime touchdown, minus 125, is a great bargain? I do. I know it it seems seems obvious it seems too easy i'm surprised this is not minus 150 minus 155 minus 125 i i get that he's the favorite here but honestly when you look at the past two playoff games he has been the go-to guy for patrick Mahomes. and particularly when you look at the injuries that they've had at receiver and i expect them to be healthier but you know in this game if Patrick Mahomes needs someone to get a first down. He's going to go to Travis Kelsey. And Travis Kelsey has just been a monster. He's just one of those guys that steps it up when the spotlight is the brightest. So, again, I know it's a little juicy, but I'm surprised it's not juicier. Minus 125, I think, is great value.
1: I think you actually get more value on this because towards the end of the season, Travis Kelsey wasn't the touchdown machine that he had been in past years. But once the postseason started... He was back to his touchdown scoring ways. Mm -hmm. He already has three touchdowns this postseason in just two games. Like you said, I think he is the security blanket for Patrick Mahomes. And here's the thing about Travis Kelsey and his matchup against the Bengals. The Bengals actually are very good at defending the tight end position. The last time around, he only had like, I think it was under 60 yards receiving. He finished with 78 yards receiving against the Bengals this time around, but it's a team that traditionally has done well at defending that position. So let's look at the Eagles. How do they fare against opposing tight ends? Well, they've only given up three touchdowns, two tight ends, all season long. They're middle of the pack for yards. I'm not sure why that metric is so low. I think it's just because the Eagles are a good overall defense, but does that scare you off playing Travis Kelsey here? I tend to think that it's more of a chance of a thing of opportunity. Like he's going to get way more yeah. targets and yes, he's a tight end, but he's also like the number 1 receiver for the Chiefs.
0: Well, I would say a couple of things here. Number 1 is this is where I trust Andy Reid. And look, the Eagles do have an exceptional secondary. There's no question about that. But I trust Andy Reid to find a way to scheme Travis Kelsey open. And also when you're talking about a total set at 49 and a half, what does that tell you? A lot of points in this game, a lot of Mm -hmm. opportunities for touchdown. So when, when you think about Andy Reid maybe scheming Travis Kelsey open and also a ton of points that we are expecting to see, then that's, that's when I feel like maybe you mitigate the Eagles secondary just a little bit there when you're talking about Kelsey.
1: All right. So let's talk about somebody else. I think the other one that kind of jumps out to me is Jalen hurts. I don't think I have a ton of ammo, though. Like, yeah, he seems like the guy that is fully capable of sneaking it in, and he's had a rushing touchdown, uh, let's see, in the past two games. But it's not a guarantee, because when you're playing anytime touchdowns, like, they're a lot harder than they seem. So how do we feel about Jalen Hurts for an anytime touchdown?
0: Well, I I think that's <sighs> – I'm not crazy about it just because I'm a little worried about his shoulder. But then again, it's a Super Bowl, right? Like they're gonna it's you got you gotta go for it. So you you gotta all bets are off here and you basically have to if you're gonna run him, you gotta run him. You can't worry about injury in this game. But I honestly I feel a little more comfortable with Miles Sanders and him scoring a touchdown. It's the same odds, minus one ten, but he has eleven touchdowns on the season and he's averaging, I think. I need to look at his yards per carry, but 4.9 yards per. And I know the Chiefs' rush defense is, is better than we give them credit for, but I feel like Sanders gets in the end zone, did so twice against the Niners, and we saw the Eagles, if they can pound the football, they will, Had four touchdowns on the ground against the 49ers' defense. Now, that defense was on the field a lot, not really fair to them to just say, oh, they just ran up and down the Niners because the Niners' offense couldn't do anything. But I feel a little more comfortable with Sanders than I do Herbs just because I feel like if given the opportunity, the Eagles would rather run one of the running backs as opposed to Jalen.
1: Right. Uh, Even though we've seen Boston Scott kind of sneak in there and Kenneth Gainwell Mm -hmm. has gotten some reps, it's hard to look at the last couple of games for the Eagles because they've been blowouts. So it's not really the same game trip that we are anticipating here as we are anticipating a much closer game. And we're assuming that Kansas City will at least have a quarterback playing. Here's what the numbers say to play against the Chiefs. The Chiefs have given up the most passing touchdowns of any team in the NFL. I don't know if it's because of their secondary. I don't think it is. I think it's just because teams have to try to keep pace with Patrick Mahomes and company. So, Jinx, is there a way to spin this knowledge to our advantage? Price got your happy price, price line.
0: it's gotta be A.J. Brown, right? I think he's one the would best. Think. I mean, one would think. I, I feel so chalky here. I feel like my donkey son, the chalk donkey, even though not all these plays are chalky, but I feel like I'm choosing the favorites whenever we look at these props. But I, I'm a big believer in your superstar showing up in the big moments. And not only do they tend to show up, but also if you're a head coach, that's what you do. It, you hear it all the time in sports. You put the ball in the hands Of your best player or players whether it's basketball football whatever you make sure that your best players have a chance to do what they do best and when you talk about aj brown best receiver on the field so anytime touchdown for him for example is plus 120 or if you're looking at receiving yards Over his juice to minus 120, just 70 and a half. And again, when you're talking about a point total that high, I think we're going to, I kind of like the over here, even though the under has been the right play during the playoffs. And so again, maybe it's not a sexy pick. Maybe it seems obvious, but I think AJ Brown has some value there as well.
1: Yeah. Why did you get a shiny new toy if you're not going to use them in the postseason? And again, last week I was on AJ Brown and again, we saw a blowout. So it's tough to glean any kind of information from those type of games because the Eagles didn't even have to throw the ball in the second half because the Niners literally did not have a quarterback playing. So I think it's A.J. Brown's game to have a big performance because he wants this stage. He has uh, been a big difference maker for the Eagles, so why not show out in the Super Bowl? Let's move on to passing yards. Patrick Mahomes set at 286 and a half and juice to the over at minus 120. Jalen Hurts at 242.5, juice to the over as well. Jenks, either of these stick out to you?
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out. I, I, I cannot decide here. I'm, I'm I'm completely torn. I am all I'm trying to figure out how this game is going to go, and I just keep saying, "Oh, I feel like we're going to see a lot of points." I feel like we're going to see a lot of points, which is all well and fine. But at some point, you have to come up with a game script and not just say, "I think we're going to see a lot of points." I I believe Miles Sanders is going to have a, a a big game for the Eagles. So when you're talking about rushing yards, or you're talking about anytime touchdown. I think we're going to see a back-and-forth game. I expect a close game, and if you're looking at his rushing yard total, what is it, set at 54-and-a-half here, juice to the over, minus 120. Maybe you can make a case for Isaiah Pacheco because I know the Chiefs are going to have to balance out their passing game, but Miles Sanders is a guy who I, I just love the way the Eagles have used him in spots. I think they might use him a little bit more here against the Chiefs because, again, he's bursting out for almost five yards of carry. So that would be someone I'd look at.
1: Yeah, if you look at the numbers, I'm surprised how low uh, or how far down you have to scroll for the Eagles run defense. Because we know that they are great against the pass. And maybe this is just one of those things that teams know that they can't throw against them. So they're like, all right, guess we'll run. But their run defense has been middle of the pack, if you just look at the stats alone. And maybe it's a good run defense, but these are just the numbers that are in front of me. So maybe we see the Chiefs run the ball a little bit more, but I feel like that's not the case. If you're in a Super Bowl, wouldn't you use Patrick Mahomes to your advantage? And if we see, you know, if you look at the games that have been close, Patrick Mahomes has thrown for over 300 yards in uh, two of his last four games uh, and the, the two games have been relatively close uh, against Denver, 27, 24 through for 42 times and 328 yards last game against the Bengals, 326 yards on 43 attempts. So I will be taking a look at Patrick Holmes and his attempts because I do think this game mm-hmm. is going to be close. And if you think that the Chiefs are going to be behind at all, I think we see a heavy dose of the passing game.
0: I I could not agree more. That's something I love. And remember, some of this is, and I'm sure the books take this into account, they take everything into account, but part of his passing yardage has been affected by the fact that he was injured in their first playoff game. And remember, Chad Henney had to come in for a little bit, and then Patrick Mahomes comes back in. So this seems really low to me. And again, when you talk about putting the, the ball in the hands of your best players – I think the Eagles are going to try and blitz Patrick Mahomes. That is one of their strengths, and I think Patrick Mahomes will try and beat them. And the Eagles' rush defense is 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 maybe that's the one area where you can maybe run a little bit on Philly. But ultimately, I trust Patrick Mahomes in a big game, in the biggest spotlight of them all. I think the Chiefs say, you know what, throw it all over the field, do what you do best, and those receivers will be healthier. So I love the over here when it comes to his passing yards problem.
1: Well, and also you can even take attempts and I need to see what these lines are set at, but they're not exactly the same bet because talking about the matchup, the Eagles are the toughest matchup against the pass, but I don't think it matters in this situation just because it's the Super Bowl and you have Patrick Mahomes. Why would you not go through the air? He is still your best weapon, and so is Travis Kelsey. So I don't think we see a run-heavy game script from the Chiefs. We haven't seen that all season long. So I think it's still Patrick Mahomes. I just think I would lean more towards his passing attempts. It's set at 38-and-a-half. I think this is the case. And a lot of this hinges on if you think this game is close or not. Jenks, do you think this game is going to be close?
0: I do. I, I can't imagine – I can't imagine one side or the other running away with this thing. The only thing I will say is that when you have two quarterbacks who are both really banged up, there's the possibility, and I know this is a possibility in every single game, but especially now when you're talking about two quarterbacks who are not 100%, if Patrick Mahomes takes a shot, falls on that ankle, or all of a sudden Jalen Hurts gets hit in his shoulder, then that's the only way I see this game being a blowout where one team just has the life sucked out of them because their quarterback goes down and can't play. Ultimately, though, when you're talking about two guys who are MVP candidates and two teams this good, I think it's going to be really close. I really anticipate a back-and-forth game that's going to come down to the final few minutes. I really do.
1: Yeah, I hope so, Uh, because I don't want any more of this nonsense like we've been seeing with the Eagles games. Uh, A few more (laughs) bullet points to hit on if you're looking squarely at the matchups here. The Chiefs have been one of the worst at defending running backs and their receiving, or I guess their receptions. The Chiefs have given up the most receptions to running backs of any team in the NFL. So take a long, hard look at maybe a receptions total for a running back on the Eagles. I feel like Miles Sanders is not their pass-catching running back, so... Uh, is probably somebody else but that's an angle to take and also the Chiefs against tight ends they have not been great giving up the six most touchdowns to tight ends maybe Dallas Goddard is worth a look and uh, circling back it it looks like it's Kenneth Gainwell that's probably going to be the guy catching passes as a running back so just based on the numbers and the matchup squarely those are the guys maybe you should target